0: travelers from a very noisy baseball park in Bakersfield, California. It is the first ever live before and after show. Um, We are out at the Center Chain Drive-In Back to the Future event. This is being recorded on uh, October 21st, 2015 which if you're a film buff at all, you know is the date that Marty and Doc Brown arrive in the future from 1985 because uh, his kids are the worst, is why they're here. Um, I'm joined by past and, I'm sure, future guest, Corey Tindall.
1: Of course. Hello, internet world. Uh, Corey, how are you doing? I'm doing very well.
0: This is sweet. We have shirts. They're before and after show shirts now, which uh, just makes my little heart happy. Yes. Thank you to your lovely wife and my lovely fiancé for... Getting us a sweet sign made um, that looks like the Before and After logo, uh, or the Back to the Future logo, but says the Before and After show. Mm -hmm. So let's jump right into it. Uh, Hopefully we'll be talking to some people as the night goes on, but I wanted to start by talking to you about uh, just about Back to the Future as a franchise, um, what it means to (laughs) you and uh, why this date means so much to uh, nerds around the planet.
1: Okay, well, that's a lot to tackle, but I will try my best. Um, Back to the Future, Um, awesome franchise, Um, definitely one of the hallmarks in science fiction, but I think it has a special place in people's hearts just because is this, is this such a lovable story, even with the, the time inconsistencies, but I think it was one of the major films that kind of like explored that whole concept that I think we've all at some point wanted to do, and that's to see like what would happen if we could go back in time, or what would happen if we could go forward in time, or if we knew a little bit about our future. And so I think that's one of the reasons that, you know, people everywhere love Back to the Future.
0: Yeah, I think there's something kind of inherent, like I guess to get very subtexty right out of the gate. Yeah, I think yeah, that, there's, <laughs> I think there's something very inherent in people, um, as far as like regrets go. Um, granted, in in these films, he goes to three separate timelines that he has not been alive in. Yeah. But you know, it still kind of plays into that that idea that everyone kind of has something in their past that they would like to change if they could. Yeah. And then you kind of see it played out, and maybe. Maybe it gives you some perspective on your life now. It's essentially, it's a wonderful life. Yeah. I think one of the other things that makes this franchise work is it has not just endearing but extremely likable characters. Yeah. Um, on, it's who, a
1: doesn't near- who doesn't love
0: Doc? Come on. Yeah. Or Marty McFly. Like yeah. Michael J. Fox is the most likable actor probably ever. Like, I feel like there's an inherent likeability in Michael J. Fox that you only see in guys like Tom Hanks or Jimmy Stewart.
1: Yeah,
0: Um, You know, and and I think that's why uh, that's why this franchise has stuck around. And plus, Christopher Lloyd is a freaking legend, you know? Yeah, he is. So, I think it's a combination of like kind of unconsciously maybe playing into people's ideas of what if we could change the past or Mm -hmm. affect the future in some meaningful way. Um, But I think at a more conscious level, these films work because the characters are so well done and there's an extreme attention to detail as far as the time travel is concerned yeah. which is not necessarily something we've seen uh, or we had seen in a film before yeah um you know there's there's things that happen in the past that greatly affect the the Marty McFly's present 1985 yeah. And so we're here at a screening of Back to the Future Two, mm-hmm. which uh, is yeah. is a little bit hard for me to talk about. I'm not the hugest fan of the film.
1: Yeah, I feel like um, in the context of the trilogy, I mean, it's Back to the Future trilogy stands, you know, um, heads and shoulders above a lot of other trilogies. But yeah, the second one is probably, I would say, the weakest entry. To the franchise. Yeah, and
0: it's by no means like a bad no, it's movie. A bad it's film. just, there's something with the tone that's off, yeah. given the tone of the other two films that kind of bookend the franchise.
1: Yeah, I was talking to somebody the other day about this because they're asking my opinion. Because like, oh, Back to the Future Day is coming up soon. And I was like, I like Back to the Future 2. It's not a bad film. It's just there's a lot of tonal shifts where it's kind of like... You know, we're, we're in this one arena, and then, like, you know, we go to the future, and then it just kind of completely shifts, and it gets really dark, you know, like with the yeah. whole Biff arc.
0: Yeah, that whole Biff arc is real, I don't know, it feels, it feels real dirty, you know? Like, it just yeah, kind of okay. feels not in place with the... Uh, the rest of it, but I don't want to. I don't want to crap on the movie too no, much. No, it's uh, a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's.
1: it's, it's what we are not saying yeah,
0: I, I think as a whole, these films stand ha- head and shoulders above a lot of trilogies oh. because they're pretty consistent yes. throughout all three of them.
1: Yes, and I mean at the box office, they did tremendously well. Yeah, I was looking at the figures. Um, actually, Back to the Future Two um, and the third one were filmed together on a budget of forty million. And it made over $100 million. Wow. Just the second movie by itself.
0: Yeah, so. and they were released, I believe, less than a year apart. I think they had kind of a similar release schedule to the, the second Matrix, the second and third Matrix films, yeah. um, where they kind of filmed those movies back to back and then released them within a couple months of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it was a full year. I think one was released in 1984. Five eighty-seven. Yeah. I think it was 87 and 88 that they were released in, but I don't think they waited like... It was released in July of 87 and then July of 88. I think yeah. it was closer to the end of year in 87 and closer to like beginning of summer in 88.
1: But yeah, so I mean, like overall, just as a franchise, it holds up pretty well. Yeah, it you know? does. And that's just not nostalgia talking.
0: When was the last time you saw, well, any of these movies...
1: Probably, probably like last year, a year and a half ago, okay. we, my wife and I, sat down and did the marathon. Watched all three of them.
0: Okay, yeah, that's a it's a really easy marathon to do because they're extremely watchable and they're extremely likable. And they're just easygoing movies, you know. Like they're not a crazy intense commitment the way like a Lord of the Rings is or a yeah. Star Wars is. And there's
1: not like you know, sometimes when you do a marathon, like I think James Bond, there's there's some of them that you kind of have to slog through. <laughs> yes. You know, you're just like, oh, just wait till we get to like this one, fill in the blank, because I don't want to mention any. People will be like, what? That's your favorite, or you don't like that one. But there's some that you have to slog through. And so with Back to the Future, it's very much not. Like yeah. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, even if the second one is my least favorite, I would choose it, like, over tons of films. Like, yeah. You know, any day of
0: the week. Yeah. I also, Robert Zemeckis is responsible for this trilogy of films, and I feel like that guy gets a super bad rap, and I feel like it's been increasing and increasing, and I don't understand. I've heard a lot of hate for um, for Forrest Gump recently, Yeah. and that's bizarre to me.
1: I don't understand
0: why people say it's like a really cynical film or like it like it's really nihilistic and like hates its audience and hates people but I've never no. gotten that out of these. No me neither. So I and people say that about Zemeckis that he's just like very cold and I don't I don't oh, understand. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, understand I, that at all
1: because I, I don't get that.
0: There's so much heart especially in Back to the Future 1.
1: Yeah.
0: Um there's so much heart my favorite Back to the Future movie is 3. It's Yeah um, but the best one is number one.
1: Yeah I would agree the first one is so good. Is that your favorite? Yeah.
0: I hadn't seen one in forever. I think the reason why 3 is my favorite is because I saw that one the most as a kid. Yeah. And that was the one that was on TV the most. And I think it had been a long time since I had seen the first one. And I caught the first one last year. Um, a, a local theater played it. We went to see it. I didn't realize how much of the climax hinged on not only Marty McFly preventing the sexual assault of his mother, but also simulating it in his own <laughs> like with his mother. <laughs> yeah, I was I that really caught me off guard.
1: You're like what? what? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was... I I really, really didn't remember that at all. And we came out and I was like, I don't know if I should feel weird about this or not.
1: <laughs> it's one of those things when you're a kid, you never... You don't realize. And then you watch it again with a different set of eyes and you're like, oh. Oh.
0: Do you have a favorite uh, sort of piece of Back to the Future trivia?
1: Do I? Hmm. Well, um... I have a couple, but one of them, since we're talking about Back to the Future 2 tonight, um, would definitely have to be if you are somebody who is very like <clears throat> aware and observant and like maybe you've seen the first film a lot. In the second film, they actually could not get uh, the same actor that played Marty McFly's dad...
0: Crispin to Glover.
1: S- ...to sign back on again. So, when he goes back to 1951 in uh, back to the future part two they actually had to reshoot all those scenes and so when Marty is oh, like kind of sneaking around trying to avoid himself mm-hmm. you know when he went back to the future which is
0: my favorite part of that movie yeah by that. i would
1: agree that's probably the best part of part two all those scenes are reshot. and they're slightly worded a little bit differently um so yeah that's a fun little piece of trivia
0: yeah, um, you know, if you it's funny if you hear Crispin Glover talk about coming back for the second one, if you if you hear his take on it, it's not that he was unable to come back, it was that they were unwilling to have him back for reasons he can't figure out. Really? Now, I would say maybe take that with a grain of salt as, um Crispin Glover's a weirdo. But <laughs> 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 But if you if you go and listen to interviews with him, there's one specifically on, on the Nerdist podcast where he talks about it and I don't remember the specifics of it, but yeah. Basically he thinks that they they didn't like him. And uh, not only did they not like him, they had masks made of his face before they fired him. What? So that they could have the new actor wear them. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Um, so that he could he would look more like Crispin Glover.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think my favorite piece of trivia has to do more with the universe inside the film. Mm-hmm. And that is, there's a... a the, the thing with the Twin Pine Mall. If you watch the first movie, they meet in the parking lot of the Twin Pines Mall. Yeah. And then if you... If you watch the movie when the... I think it's... Is that when the Libyans come? They knock out the tree? Yeah,
1: yeah. Or
0: when the... Is it when the Libyans come? Or is it when the uh, the car goes back to 1951?
1: I think, I think it's when the Libyans, Libyans come.
0: So when the Libyans come, they knock out one of these trees that inspired the name Twin Pines Mall. And when the future is altered, you see... It's called the Lone Pine Mall. Yeah. And yeah. I always thought that was a great... Just a great little touch um, that they they put into the movie. Um, I think that's what I was talking about earlier when I was talking about the attention to detail.
1: Yeah.
0: With just, like... If... It was... It, I don't think it was... That was a thing in films at that point. Like, really paying attention to... If we alter something in the past, we have to make sure it has yeah. lasting consequences in the future. And I would argue that this franchise is still the best at handling that. Yeah.
1: Even with all the critique and like people talk about like loopholes and stuff, and like, yeah, granted there there is some of that, but I mean, I agree with you. I think their attention to detail is very apparent throughout the course of the three films. Yeah,
0: I feel like looking for loopholes is very nitpicky and like the wrong way to watch any kind of yeah, movie, especially with
1: time travel. Come yeah. on, I mean, I know, suspend your disbelief, people. It's time travel, you
0: know. Yes, exactly, exactly. I think, I think if you're looking for holes in your time travel, you're just not willing to accept time travel on a whole. Yeah, W H uh, O L E, not H O L E. Unintended. <laughs> Do you have a favorite time travel movie?
1: Uh, I feel like I want to say off to the top of my head, Back to the Future. I'm, I'm blanking on some of the other time. Let's see. Looper, but I can't really remember. Oh, man. It's been a while since I've seen that movie.
0: That movie messed me up, man. Why? It was just so, like, <laughs> visceral. Like, it yeah. was just very... It just felt, like, from the gut, you know? And, like, yeah. really violent, which I usually don't... And I didn't have a problem that with the movie being violent. I yeah. thought that was fine. It just was a very...
1: Were you, it was just a, not, were you just not prepared for, like, that amount of violence?
0: Yeah, that's what it was. And it was just so, like, brutal-looking. <laughs> and it's a great movie. I love yeah. that movie. Yeah. But, man, it is, it is rough to watch.
1: Yeah, so... I'm trying to think of other films that have done time travel recently. Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah.
0: So. Yep. Bill and Ted's a great one. I love that movie. It's a staple. Have you seen it recently? No, I have not. It, that movie holds up 100%. There's, really? Yeah, 100%. That movie's amazing. Um, that's actually my fiancé's favorite movie. All right. Yep. That movie, if you go on Netflix and watch that movie, it has a an incredible-looking transfer. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. All right. Uh, we are here with our first interview of the night. We're here with Kevin Lively from Centertain Drive-In. Hello, okay. Kevin. Hello. Um, Hi. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, why you guys chose Back to the Future for your big blowout event?
2: Uh, well, we, we put everything onto a Lazy Susan, and then we, we spun them around. And mm-hmm. it was Thank luckily you. Back to the Future <laughs> too because um, Love Actually was the other one. And, oh, there you go yeah so yeah uh you know with back to the future Two with october 21st uh you know we saw this coming a year year away yeah and so we've been planning on this for a long time we just thought this was a perfect opportunity to do something big and then as we kept planning things kept being bigger so we couldn't have it as a drive-in so we moved it inside samlin ballpark
0: cool yeah you guys have been around for is it a year now
2: about a year and change a, a year and, and, change. and a half okay. yeah
0: yeah, um, and and for those of you who don't know, uh, do you kind of want to give a brief overview of what CenterTain does?
2: Yeah, so CenterTain is a is a newer approach to doing the classic drive-in. A lot of drive-ins went out of business because maintenance costs, and, and then having a business that you can only operate at night uh, really kind of puts a damper on things, especially when uh, people uh, studios started going over to digital. A lot of a lot of drive-ins couldn't afford uh, the transition. And so a lot of them have gone out of business. We used to have uh, five locally in Bakersfield. Mm. And so we, we, we saw the call. We wanted, you know, people obviously wanted to bring back the drive in. And so uh, Jason and Sagan Sanders, the owners, you know, they went through and they kind of revamped the model of what the drive in can be. Uh, rather than having us, our an actual drive in on a fixed lot where we couldn't do anything else, we we're able to set up anywhere with an empty parking lot and some power. And if we don't have power, we can bring in a generator. And so we've been partnered with the Blaze for almost a year now. And so when the Blaze were out of town we were setting up drive-ins.
0: Cool. Um, yeah, I I've had the uh, opportunity to go to a couple of your events and they are sweet. If you're uh, in or around Bakersfield you should check it out. Um, you guys you guys mainly run during the summer, right? Uh yeah,
2: we have well we're worried right now about El Nino, you know, yeah. and what yeah. have excited that's going to reach. So we're not really planning a lot of events right now, but we also do private parties. And so that hopefully this event and private parties will help hold us over through this wintertime. Uh, winter time. As soon as the rain's gone, Blaze uh, said we can start up as soon as we can. Okay, cool. So we'll be back Sweet. with springtime movies and, and hopefully another, another springtime special event like this one.
0: Awesome. All right. Uh, I will let you get back to it. Go. Cool. Uh, thank, thank you, you for yeah, uh, thank you. hanging out. All
2: right.
0: Cool. We are joined right now by Corey's lovely wife and my lovely fiance, Hannah Tyndall and Kristen Falls, soon to be Kristen Smith. Yep. Yeah. Um, do you guys want to take a minute and talk about uh, what what does Back to the Future mean to you?
1: Well, I mean, I grew up with it. Me and my brother watched it literally all the time. All three of them, by the way. Do
0: you have a favorite?
1: I'm going to say three, but also I don't know if you've shared your feelings about two, but I also like two a lot. Okay. We like and two. And one. I don't think the mascot for the Condors
0: is wearing Doc Brown future glasses, and it's my favorite thing I've ever seen. Yes.
1: yes. Hannah,
0: what about you? Uh, I like Back to the Future. It's fun times. Um...
1: I don't know. Which, Which one's, one's your favorite? favorite? I think number one's probably my favorite. However, I will say that the first Christmas gift I ever gave Corey was the box set of Back to the Future. Oh, so, nice. Yep, we This need is back.
0: true. We have it.
1: Pretty good. <gasps> you made my life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I bought I bought that set the day it came out in an Amoeba Records in San Francisco while I was working up there. Oh, nice. I also bought it in conjunction with that with that Evil Dead DVD that you hate.
1: Yeah,
0: I, yeah. Bought, I bought that with the... One last thing. If you could go 30 years into the future, what would you do?
1: Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm not sure I would want to go 30 years into the future, to be honest with you. Wise woman. Wise woman. Wise woman. I don't like to know much about my future because I'm a huge planner, so I'd probably ruin things just by knowing. But, uh... If they had flying cars, that would be cool. There you go. they don't right now.
0: Nope. (laughs) We were promised that in this documentary we're about to watch.
1: Fail. They have failed us.
0: Kristen, what about you?
1: Um, My fake answer is I would go bet on a baseball game.
0: Oh. Um. (laughs) 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 That tends to not work out, just so you know.
3: Yeah.
1: My real answer is I feel like some luxuries that we have right now are going to be super common. So I'd go do that kind of stuff. I don't really know what that is yet because I'm not in the future.
0: There you go. All right. Uh, well, thank you guys yeah. for your time and thank you for uh, the wonderful sign you made us. Yay! Yes. Yep. Uh, we will post pictures probably of this. Hey, we totes will. Yeah, we we have totes. Yes. And, and photog- photographers totes someplace totes.
1: I have have a fun discussion topic for us. Okay. Okay. So, in the world of Hollywood and filmmaking, we're we're kind of brimming with uh, sequels and reboots and prequels and all that sort of stuff. And... I feel like there is the hum going around of what about Back to the Future? Now mm-hmm. I know Robert Zemeckis has gone on record and said, not while well, he is alive, this will happen. Right. But if it, if this sort of thing were to happen, MJ. So this is totally on the spot for everybody listening. So totally on the spot. But what? Pitch me your your reason why or why not we should have a back to the future sequel prequel or reboot
0: oh um you know uh the one thing i've learned from this podcast is <laughs> is that that once again bad film criticism is to be anti any movie yep and um now that's not saying you can't have your preconceived notions because this is a podcast based on preconceived notions but um what what i mean is even with something like um i'm going to use last year's teenage mutant ninja turtles reboot uh. as <laughs> as as a reference point um that's a movie that i had figured wouldn't be good Yep. going into it and i was right i don't know if you've seen it but i it's I on netflix or it was on netflix. i don't need to see it yeah uh yeah no you don't no you don't you were correct in that assumption but it ended up on netflix and i don't even want to say that it was out of a morbid curiosity it was <laughs> just out of a curiosity just in case like there is always an off chance that you're gonna like it no matter what anyone says and so i think you need to be very open-minded that being said, I don't think we need a Back to the Future sequel. I don't think we need a Back to the Future prequel. I don't think we need a Back to the Future reboot. However, if it were to happen, I would have to accept that. And I would likely do an episode of the show on it. Yeah. And, you know, right now, because it's, it's all in my brain, I can't picture that being good at all. Yeah. Um, but I would go into it and I would review it and I would give it its fair shake. And hopefully, hopefully it would uh, surprise me you know
1: is, is some of that reservation because of certain franchises that have established themselves throughout history i'm thinking indiana jones that is fine with the trilogy and then something like crystal skull happened you
0: know what um <laughs> probably i mean it's it's probably because the proof has been in the pudding for the most part but um even with indiana jones if You know, Steven Spielberg recently joked about making Indiana Jones 5, (laughs) but if that became like a thing, I would go see Indiana Jones 5. Yeah. I would would still be stoked. I love that character. And with Back to the Future, I love these characters. And so if I get a chance to spend some time in that world and spend some time with those characters, I'd give it a shot at least.
1: Just like you love the characters in Jurassic World.
0: I'm going to stab you now.
1: Every episode. There's a shot of Jurassic World, so just keep yeah, it up. The you had to work it in. All right. <laughs>
0: okay, so it's, since we're trading questions now, yes. um, don't pitch me why or why not. Pitch me what the prequel or sequel is.
1: That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I came prepared. So. Did you really? What?
0: What? Oh, okay, I, th- I thought about
1: uh, this a little bit beforehand. I really was
0: hoping you were going to pull out your phone and just have a sequel, have a s- just like, just like a screenplay in progress.
1: Because I was thinking of this question to ask you, and I was just like, how how do I feel about a reboot, sequel, prequel, whatever? I'm like, so I was kind of like playing devil's advocate with myself. So I thought about this a little bit, but I think if this sort of thing were to happen, I. I I would want it to be... I would want it to be a sequel. So, a continuation of the story, but of the story um, of, like, the concepts of the themes that are in Back to the Future. I don't necessarily think the story should revolve around Doc and Marty. Um, I think, in some ways, the film would have to be some sort of, kind of, like, passing of the torch. Mm -hmm. um, Along with, like, you know, the themes of Back to the Future and stuff, and... You know, maybe maybe there's a new time machine that gets built, or like something with the DeLorean, like changing hands. But I mean, I think I think Doc and Marty would need to be in the film to some sort of like supporting like degree. But I think it would be a right time to introduce like a new duo of characters.
0: Yeah, um, I'd I'd agree with that. Um, do you, would you want them connected to the to the two central characters at all? Like descendants or something?
1: Um, not necessarily. I mean, it doesn't have to be. I mean, like, even, even Mark and, uh, Mark, uh, what I'm talking about, even Doc and Marty aren't related, you know, they're kind of, like, friends, like, you know, he's his mentor. So, I don't think they wouldn't have to be directly related. So, yeah, I, I think it could work. Um, yeah. I mean, I was even... I was telling somebody the other day, it's like, it's not exactly, but I mean, even in like the new Star Wars film, I think it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you can't ignore the characters that we we left off at Return of the Jedi. A new film without them would feel weird, but the film can't revolve around them. In yeah. In a sense. Yeah. You know, you need, you need fresh like people in there, but you can't ignore Luke and Leia and Han and... And so I feel it would be a similar thing with a Back to the Future film.
0: That's true. That's true. I do think uh, if we were going straight up reboot, um, same characters, recasting, yep. Back to the Future one, start over, first three didn't happen, I want <clears throat> my Doc Brown to be Christopher Walken. That
1: would be a good choice.
0: Yep. I don't know about Marty McFly. I don't know if there are any young actors I would like to see Marty McFly necessarily.
1: Elijah Wood. No. <laughs>
0: I feel like, well, no. Shia LaBeouf, no. Yes. I mean, he did wonders for the uh, Indiana Jones franchise, so. Yeah. You know.
1: Crystal Skull is MJ's favorite Indiana Jones film, by the way. 100%. How did you know it? It's good stuff.
0: It is good stuff. Um, If. (laughs) 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 So, if. If Zemeckis does die and, and this comes to pass, do you do you think it's an, an inevitability if, if Zemeckis, once Zemeckis goes, do you think it's only a matter of time before it, that we see this franchise in a new shape or form?
1: I think so. I feel like it's kind of the state of Hollywood right now. Like I don't know if it's just because people are running out of ideas or they're just like... We need, like, a cash cow, a quick cash cow, so what, what can we do? And, I, and I, feel, I feel like there's kind of the murmuring in the air, and Back to the Future is definitely one of those franchises where they're like, if we can get more money out of it, let's do it. So that's what kind of worries me, because I wouldn't want it to be a Jurassic World.
0: Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, I, I definitely feel like it would feel very much like a cash grab, but I think we're also pretty jaded. You know, um, or at the very least, <laughs> I am. Um, but I think, I think you're right. I think it is only a matter of time once Emekus goes that we see this property again. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it becomes one of those things where a few years ago it seemed almost insane, but I feel like almost nothing is off limits right now. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like if, if, if we weren't getting brand new Star Wars movies we'd be getting a reboot mm, in the next 25 years probably um i feel like i feel like it's only a matter of time before we get a new lord of the rings which is bananas yeah because Re- those
1: those came out like what 10 years ago
0: uh just yeah. over 10 years ago now yeah yeah but it's just bananas because there's no way to improve upon Peter Jackson's films. Like, yeah. those are the best versions of those stories that could possibly have come out.
2: Like yeah. it, it, it,
0: the fact that he even tried it and it was borderline successful, not let alone like, you know, eleven Oscars or whatever. yeah, um, you can't top it.
1: just just leave it alone.
0: Yeah, you can't because like it's it's like almost unfilmable if you read those books. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's too much for three movies, it seems like. And he did, you know, there are book, like, crazy hardcore purists that are like, well, he didn't do this, or he didn't do that. And it's like, whoa, calm down, man. He's only got <laughs> three hours if he's pushing it. Yeah. And he did push it. Like, to tell the story of three, four to six hundred page books in nine hours. Yeah. That's just, wow. that's so hard. Yeah. So you've got to cut some stuff, like. I do think that if if we do see Back to the Future kind of uh, approached again, there's going to be a much more vocal group of people that are anti-that. I don't necessarily know that it will stop them, but I think it'll be uh, more mobilized than we've seen. Yeah, I could see that. Huey Lewis's uh, songs
1: in this movie. yes. Yes.
0: Actually, let me look something up real quick. Okay. Before we get into that
1: off the top of my head when I think of when I think of score and music obviously the uh, Power of Love song comes to my mind yes. and that is basically it <laughs> well there's also we
0: gotta go back in time
1: oh yeah yeah that's true
0: so the uh, the, the, the kind of history with Huey Lewis and The scores to these uh, or not the scores but sort of the the lead out songs that are playing over the end credits of these films is um, they wanted Huey Lewis for Ghostbusters and he turned it down so they just rewrote I want a new drug and had uh, oh really yeah and had (laughs) I think his name is Ray what is it Ray Williams Jr.? Is that who does the Ghostbusters theme song? Yeah, yeah, I think so. They had him just sing over it with songs, with, like, the Ghostbusters theme song. But if you listen to those songs, they are the same song. Like, 100% (laughs) the same song. Um, Wow. And then a year later, uh, the people behind Back to the Future were getting ready to... um, to like look for songs and stuff, yeah. and they approached Huey, and he was like, "Well, you guys ripped me off last time. I might as well do my own song." Yeah, and so that's why he's doing Power of Love.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, not know that. That's, that's kind of, of a funny story.
0: Yeah, so he's uh, he does Power of Love in in the first one, and then is back in time in the second one.
1: I want to say so. I think so. Yeah. What about the third movie? Is I there don't an song?
0: I don't think so. I don't think it's Huey. Is it?
1: I don't think so either.
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't think of one, but I think there's. Uh, that's indicative of something that I think we've lost, and that's that I miss songs like with a movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know it, yeah. how much you know about the new Goosebumps movie that came out.
1: No, I, I don't. I didn't really. I feel like that kind of crept up on me. No pun intended. Waka
0: waka. Um, <laughs> they released a rap song with it. Called The Bumps Gon' Give It To Ya. (laughs) Really? Yep. And it's just, it's uh it's Jack Black singing Uh, the chorus. Yes, yes. And uh, Malik from the Nerdist website rapping about how about goosebumps.
1: Really? Yep.
0: And it's fantastic.
1: Wow. And it made me
0: really, really wish um, you know, we just got we just recently got an announcement that uh, Will Smith is coming back to music and he's planning on touring in 2016.
1: Really? Which
0: has me hopeful that we're going to get a Suicide Squad song.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so.
0: Because I miss the days when Will Smith had a rap song to go with his movies. Wild Wild West. Oh man. That's weird (laughs) because it's a song that's better than its movie.
1: Yeah, it is. That movie is terrible. The movie is
0: terrible. That song is sweet. Yeah, it is. I listened to it recently. Oh, really? Yeah, when it was... (laughs) The day it got announced that Will Smith was coming back to music, I was like, well, it's time to listen to Men in Black and Wild Wild West back to back. So I did.
1: Yep. I agree. Yep.
0: And Men in Black is also a sweet song. Yeah, it is. He should have done a rap song for Pursuit of Happiness.
1: I don't know how that would have worked but
0: yeah. <laughs> Or seven pounds I,
1: don't, I really don't know how that would have worked <laughs>
0: Just like something about killing myself with a jellyfish Yeah, Jellyfish rhymes with a lot
1: Yeah uh, Or the, the I
0: Am Legend rap
1: Yeah He could have done something for that He could have <laughs> made that work
0: He. It would have just been him rapping lines from Shrek <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh man
0: uh, now that we went down that rabbit hole. Yeah, we've been
1: going down lots of tangents. So if you have stuck with us this long, yes. I commend you. Yes,
0: thank you for, uh, for listening. Yes. Um, do you have like a favorite song that accompanies a movie like that?
1: Off the top of my head, I, I'm, I'm kind of drawing. That is awesome. Somebody just walked by with the, uh, the Marty McFly shoes, the Nikes from Back to the Future. They did a team.
0: super good job on those. Holy cow. Yeah. We're going to have to
1: get her over here. Yeah, right? Yeah, that was awesome. But yeah, at yeah. the top of my head, um, no song really jumps out to okay. mine. What about you, MJ? I feel like
0: I've established that mine has either been in Black or Wild Wild West.
1: Yeah. So. Yep. Um, I feel like those would be contenders for me, too. Yeah.
0: Um, and, and I think it's super funny that we see, we're seeing... Um, you know we're seeing these people I I think part of the reason why you see all this nostalgia praying is that the people who grew up with these things now have power in Hollywood
2: yeah and
0: so that's why you see a lot of people like kind of reuniting like that's why we're getting like Full House 2 or whatever the hell or
1: and uh, Gilmore Girls yeah and, and
0: Gilmore Girls and uh other stuff yeah here comes snow cones i'm so excited for snow cones yes all right uh we're here with gary who's just kind of a patron as far as i know here at the uh back to the future event um what what brings you out to on this date specifically
4: oh man back to the future it's it's it yeah you know i think this is why i brought anybody out i remember yeah. watching it as a kid uh getting the trilogy just just uh, each one of them i mean it's one of those movies where as soon as you put it on, you can't peel yourself away from it until you watch all through. them. And I yeah, think you um, guys would agree. Yeah.
3: yeah you um. know,
4: so it, it's uh, it really dictated a lot of, of just great things at that time. You know, and being an 80s kid myself and loving 80s movies through and through. You know, I I, I actually had two appointments tonight for work and I had to cancel them. <laughs> <laughs> and bought the tickets last night at midnight and it was like kids were rolling. And, I, yeah. I, and my kids watch the That's movies too. Right? Now uh-huh. and they love it. You yeah, know? yeah, So it, it's great. It's great. Well, okay, thanks.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you have a favorite Back to the Future movie or do you just mm-hmm. love them all so much as a...
4: If I had to say favorite, it would be... It would be the second one. Okay. I guess because of the, uh, of it being the future, right. hoverboard, mm-hmm. War, this, just all the nostalgia as far as that goes. And and a strong favorite right behind it would have to be the first one. Just yeah. I like how they go back and when Marty's playing the guitar and he's... Oh man, that Johnny guys, a good guys, scene! You guys gonna love this one. You yeah. know, when he plays it, everybody just kind of looks at him all crazy when he goes nuts on the floor. Yeah. yeah, I love the movie.
0: Oh man, that sequence is so good. Absolutely. Like it's just, it's completely iconic, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Um. So what is it that you think keeps drawing people back to Back to the Future?
4: Um. You know, one you have to explain the title multiple times, which I had to explain over and over to my yeah. kid. Like, what does that even mean, Back to the Future? I <laughs> had to, yeah. to keep referencing and why. Uh. But you know, I I would have to say what brings everybody back is that. It's timeless, you know. Even from the 80s to now, I mean, it's just a timeless movie. You could watch it at any time. It's, you're always gonna feel, from the point when we probably first watched it, all the way till through. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's a that's a good observation about. Um, I think about any sort of lasting cinema, I mean, it just kind of it feels like it could have come out yesterday. Yeah, right. it like, holds it, up really y- well. Yeah. Um. I see. I think especially the first one, like the first Back to the Future movie. I could have gone to see in a theater this weekend. Like you could have told me yeah. it came out Friday yes. afternoon, and I would have believed you. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is this your favorite '80s movie, or do you have another favorite '80s movie?
4: Uh, you know, I would say Back to the Future is my is probably my top, probably my top. <sighs> Next, I would have to say I love Rocky. Oh Rocky, yeah, Rocky's another yeah. one where I, I'm sorry if I guess if I start watching Rocky, I'm I'm busting a tear <laughs> out. Yeah, it hits you like right here. I feel like I could take over the world, but no, Rocky's another like just trilogy i i I will just binge on the whole time Mm -hmm.
0: um are you excited about creed
4: you know at first i wasn't okay but when i I, anytime i'm the the kind of guy that still pays to go to the movies regardless of how expensive it is just because i want to get that just being there. You know, it's the experience I paid yeah, for. And uh, when I saw the Creed in the in the commercial, I'm like, I gotta see Creed. Live. That oh, trailer
0: man. is so good. It was better than
4: what they showed on, on like Facebook, The you know, just like the little splits yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. I didn't do it justice. But yeah. yeah. It was great. Yeah. yeah.
0: That trailer has some of the best marriage of like image and music that I've seen in a long, long time. With yeah. like him matching up the punches to the beats of the music. Oh, man. It was so great. good.
4: I, I was telling my wife, you know, it, it would be cool if they were would to, you know, do something like this once a week or maybe once a month and, and all, really all they ever do is play 80s movies like mm. Ferris Bueller just stuff, stuff like well, that I love it yeah. have you like
0: that. been to their drive-in uh, when they do the drive-in you know I've here? seen it
4: but no I haven't, I haven't I've seen we, it on Facebook but I haven't oh, been.
0: okay we actually went to uh, Ferris Bueller in the Breakfast Club yep. nice. when they showed it as the drive-in and, and that, was that was it was great yeah it was fun um, it was my first time ever seeing either one of those movies Really? commercial interrupted like not commercial oh. interrupted oh really yeah and it, it was the first time i'd ever like sat down and watched the breakfast club start to finish yeah, Oh, really? too
4: <laughs> <laughs> other than just a saturday morning when yeah it was on or something like that yeah just like be be in the background when you're like cleaning your room or whatever right 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 yeah definitely, definitely. cool um
0: yeah. i guess one last thing and we'll let you get uh back to your seat if you could go 30 years into the future what would you want to do
4: if i could go 30 years in the future what would i want to do? oh that's a tough question uh, somehow, some way, I would want to be involved in something that was going to revolutionize or be able to be a part of it. Uh, revolutionize something like whether like
2: mm-hmm. like how
4: iPhone revolutionized. Like yeah. I, I mm-hmm. can't wait till Friday, cause like that movie comes out. Yeah, like yeah. Steve Jobs. You know, stuff like oh, yeah, that. Yeah. You know, I, I'm through and through bred all about thinking outside the box and being an entrepreneur and just that mentality. So mm-hmm. I want to be with something that moves people.
0: Yeah, yeah,
4: but I couldn't tell you what it
0: was. There you go. Cool. Uh, Thanks thanks for for having me. Appreciate it. Yep. Uh, We're here with uh, Ryan Lively um, of the Bakersfield Livelys, and yeah,
3: becoming a clan, I guess now. Yep. Oh, and uh, (laughs) uh, uh, you—you're
0: out here uh, because your brother's involved with entertain, and also because um, you work for the Bakersfield Condors.
3: Pitch in with entertain occasionally as well. Yes. Um, Dabble.
0: Yeah, so what does what does Back to the Future mean to you?
3: It's one of the greatest movies of all time. It's a way of life.
0: It's a way of life. It's a way of life. Back to wow. the future is life. I mean, Back to the future is I mean, life. We
3: all have our turquoise fluorescent hats and metal sunglasses now, so yeah, that's why true. wouldn't it be a way of life? I am life?
0: wearing a pasta strainer on my head as we speak.
3: I get to yep. you know, watch people every two years or so laugh them trying to think a hoverboard's real and yeah. Tony Hawk is legit writing a hoverboard <laughs> on the X Games because that's legit too that's,
0: that's, real. That's, real. Real. that's real that's real that's real that's happening <laughs> didn't Nike announce self-lacing shoes today though yeah and then they were, they posted
3: like a 40 <laughs> second like 45 second minute video of Michael uh, J Fox like Michael J Fox has the first pair and the entire time he's trying to figure out how to do it and it just keeps like <laughs> making the beeping noise and then it never I never saw them lace so I don't know
0: that's incredible <laughs>
3: I just, oh, by the way, I just kind of wanted to tell my story that I just told you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But All just right. to repeat it, um, I am escorting the mascot around, Colonel Claude of the yep. Bakerstone Condors, and he is in full Doc Brown gear. This made my life. If you guys saw, he has the, mm-hmm. the Hawaiian shirt, the metal glasses, the whole thing. Yeah, he would agree. And I'm great. sitting there, and uh, I'm like, where do we want to go next, Colonel? And then all of a sudden, a guy walks up, and he goes, excuse me. And he talks to me, and he goes, do you know where the restrooms are? And I'm like, I actually don't work here. But he does, and I point to the giant condor wearing a Hawaiian shirt and metal sunglasses. And okay. he turns to him, and he goes, oh, excuse me, sir, where's the restroom? And he try- keeps trying to talk to the mascot about where the restroom is for a good two minutes. really made my life. I, anyways, Did the mascot know? Mascot was just signing every which direction and he tried every which direction. It was fantastic. <laughs> That's pretty great.
0: That is pretty uh, great. Cool. Um, so, do you have a favorite Back to the Future film?
3: It's not going to be the popular answer.
0: Is it two? Um, no, I
3: honestly really love three. I I oh, me too. That's my favorite one. Okay, good. No, three is good. Three is good. Uh, it's, it's, sometimes he say it and people are like, oh, come on. Yeah. No, it's easy, two. It's easy, top, isn't it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> No, I love three. I don't know. It's just because I love westerns, or yeah, you know, it I think like it's a mix up of the best. That of
0: one was movies. on TV the most when I was a kid.
3: Uh, yeah, that's, I think it was on like TBS or something. Yeah, like it was that, on TBS it? or USA all the time. I think yeah, it was on it was USA, USA. Yeah. USA when they used to play like really good movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: just yeah. like on a Saturday afternoon, you're like, what's this? Oh, it's the like Goonies really followed by Back <laughs> to the Future three. Okay, yeah, yeah. my Saturday afternoon. Did. Yeah,
3: yeah, and then FX would have really good night movies. Yeah. But they would always be so chopped up into like four-minute segments, and it yep. would take like five hours yeah. to watch. Yeah, like three or four Like hours. the mask. Yeah, <laughs> to something. watch like Spider-Man Two. <laughs> uh,
0: it's true. It's yeah. true. Uh, we've been asking everyone this: if you could travel thirty years into the future, what would you do? Would
3: try and not screw things up. Between <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Future and uh, and the. Uh, the other one that always comes to mind is the Simpsons Halloween of Horror or Treehouse of Horrors uh, episode is when Homer's messing with the toaster and he oh, takes yeah, a time machine, yeah. oh, yeah. and he goes back and he smashes, what is it, like a dragon butterfly? Fly, you, and like, dragonfly? butterfly, yeah. <laughs> Everything is ruined for the rest of the universe, is ruined uh, for them. So I've, every time I've watched that, I'm just like, yeah, you should probably not touch anything to yep. go back or forward in time.
0: <laughs> well, but according to Huey Lewis, we got to go back in time.
3: Because the power of love. Yes. Yep. Yeah do songs. what you gotta do but yeah try true. not to crush any small insects along the way <laughs> yeah
0: there you go alright uh, I think that'll wrap us up for Ryan so it thanks for being riveting. here riveting riveting cause yeah. you're a robot
3: cause I finally sat down and after walking by you 45 times
0: yeah that's true it was, a, it was a process to try and to
3: then get then I you. finally had the opportunity to go All to the restroom right. and it looks like Doc Brown's actually coming over too so. okay cool Sweet. yo Doc
5: I'll get out of my chair god it's the before and after show with uh, MJ and Corey.
0: Yep, I'm MJ, that's Corey.
5: Hi, MJ. Hi, Corey.
0: So, what do you think about 2015? Uh, how, how long have you been here, first off?
5: <laughs> <laughs> have a seat. Well, unlike the movie, we actually rolled in yesterday. Oh, okay. Yes. There you go.
0: There you go. Um, we're lucky enough to be here with uh, Doc. Yep. The, the doc himself, um, we can tell from the sunglasses and the lab coat that he's legit. Yes, indeed.
5: Very much, yes.
0: Um, so you're out here with, with a DeLorean,
5: correct? uh Time machine. A time machine, I'm yes. sorry. Yes, there is a DeLorean parked next to me. A big difference.
0: Oh, okay. There you go, there you go.
5: And, and I would like to add that to you Bakersfield people that saw me at the gas station today, no, that does not mean I get a free ride. The car always ran on the combustible engine. Which run on gas? It runs out of gas three times in a movie, so I still have to fill up. However, the trash does get me the what I need. That the plutonium used to cost me an arm and leg. There you go. Yes.
1: Cool, yeah. Corey.
0: Do you have any questions for the doc?
1: Is the future what you envisioned it would be?
5: Okay. Hoverboards. Yep. Yes. Okay. You have to go to a certain park, but they are real. Flying cars. Check. We have them. They're a little expensive. But uh, probably in the next 10 to 20 years, they'll be more feasible.
1: All right.
5: Um, uh, Miami does have a team now. Uh, we came really close with the, uh,
0: the Cubs. The Cubs. Yeah, very okay. very
5: close. That Sometimes that happens. One of the <laughs> predictions that would have come true, but unfortunately due to a curve in the time continuum by Biff that changed everything, is one of the newspapers reads, Queen Di visits the U.S. And, of course, that did not happen. Right. Right. Um, and then there are so many little things. This year we saw the release of Pepsi Perfect.
1: Yep.
5: Um, of course, they thought laser discs would be around. And so, uh, yes. yeah, that, mm, sorry, didn't happen. A lot of future predictions I've seen. NASA contacted me. They'd like to hover my car in front of everybody to show that that's possible. Oh, there you go. Yes. So, there you
0: go. <laughs> cool. Um, one last thing before we let you get back to it. We know you're busy. Um, yep. if, you could go. Tra- if you could travel uh, 30 years into the future from today, what would you like to see?
5: It's not what I want to see. It's what I want to buy that doggone sports almanac hasn't worked since 2000 that's 15 years i have not been able to predict the future games oh
0: there you go so
5: i think i would like to have if i were to go 30 years in the future and then come back i think i'd probably want that sports almanac updated yes there
0: you go yeah Uh, i think that'll wrap us up on this episode as well uh thank you for uh, capping it off doc hey
5: thanks for having me on
0: yeah it was a pleasure thank you all right um that'll do it i think we got the uh the biggest guest we possibly could have asked for so um
3: hey
0: (laughs) so that'll yeah that's the end of uh of the first ever live live before and after show we'd like to thank entertain drive-in um please 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 make it out to their events i've been to this is my third one i've been to two as a patron and it is such a good time
1: yeah they're really awesome yeah
0: and they're doing they're doing such important work for cinema in bakersfield yeah Um,
1: come support them guys
0: come support them we need to show bakersfield that there's an audience for good film and good film watching experiences here um you can find us on soundcloud you can find us on itunes um at before and after pod on twitter that's at before the letter n after pod you can find us on facebook email the show before and after show at gmail.com and until next time watch the back to the future trilogy yeah Interior. do 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 do, do. <laughs>